and we are live. Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen. Bienvenidos, senores y senores. This is the NAI Ball Podcast. It is season six, episode one. I am your host, Robbie Gutierrez, at RobG1063 on Twitter. That's at RobG1063 on Twitter. And of course, you can find us at NAI Ball on Twitter as well. And I would be lying to you if I had told you that this was something I wasn't looking forward to all day. It's actually made me sick to my stomach to have to come and do this. As you all know by this point already, if you listen to the show just even occasionally or religiously, I'm, I'm missing my partner. I'm missing my friend. And I'm missing somebody who is a major part of my life. Somebody who I've done this for five years for and for the first time, well, I've done this show before by myself. For the first time, I'm here without him doing the show and credit to Connor for trying to come on and, and we just could not get the technical kinks worked out. And so I said, Connor, we'll, we'll roll on. I'll take care of this. Had fully planned to step away from this as we had talked about after receiving a promotion within my job at, at the television station uh, for some life-changing money while still controlling stake here at an AI ball making decisions. And of course, all of that changed in December and we were thrown in for a loop. And Connor has done a wonderful job of stepping up and taking care of things and making great things happen here. Especially on days where I'm head buried in television product or, you know, just having one of those days. Connor's done a fantastic job. I'd like to thank those of you, the parents, the coaches, the players, who took time out to shake my hand, to say hello, to give me a hug, and to offer me condolences this past weekend in San Antonio, Texas at Our Lady Lake versus Central Methodist. Those moments and those gestures and what they mean to myself and my family are, are absolutely incredible. In a lot of ways, it's moments like that that make me regain my passion and hope for this and makes me want to do it more. And while I wish we could do a weekly podcast, we can't. There's just not enough time in the day, and there are multiple things that I want to focus on, one of those being family. There's a fantastic seven-year-old in my life that I like to watch play t-ball, that I like to watch run around in the backyard, and I like to watch play sports because she wants to play because I played, and she knows I love it. And because of that, I want to watch every single moment. I know some of you coaches have texted me and asked if scores were going to get put out that day. Understand that this is brand new to us. Connor and I have never done this before. In fact, we had never touched the Twitter until December 3rd. It was unheard of. It was a holy land. It was Cody's realm. And unfortunately for us, we've been thrown into that. But... Because the good Lord has different plans and we may not understand everything that he does, we accept his will and we continue to push forward. We continue to make the best of our situation and continue to keep NAI Ball and the legacy of Cody Butler alive, moving forward on a daily basis, doing the best we can. And that's what I can tell you coaches, players, parents, and fans is we are doing the best we can. And while we may only have until the postseason a podcast once a month. We are continuing to watch day in, day out, everything that is happening nationwide. So continue to stick with us right here at NAI Ball as we continue to make great things happen here. 
Not for us, but for you, the ones who deserve it. The player, the coach, and the fan who wants to see your school, your kid, or anyone close to you have that moment of recognition. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we begin Season 6, Episode 1 of NAI Ball. In one of the best ways I can think of, we have shout-outs and mentions, and we started off with one of the best class acts at this level. Congratulations to my friend, head baseball coach at Tennessee Wesleyan, Billy Berry, on 700 wins. Also getting a shout-out is Central Methodist University starting pitcher Alan West, who had an incredible seven innings pitch, complete game, two-hit shutout against Our Lady of Lake with 13 strikeouts. Dylan Martin from Weber International had 12 innings pitched this week with one earned run, two hits, and 14 Ks over the entire week. From Bluefield, Maximo Artisti went 8-for-11 with eight RBIs and three home runs this week. Evangel's Eli Cook went 7-for-13 with a home run and two stolen bases. Westmont's Brian Peck had eight innings pitched, one hit, and six strikeouts in his outing this past week for southwestern christian out of oklahoma dario paredes hit 636 with seven hits and nine rbis tennessee southern had landon rogers go 10 for 18 with three home runs and eight rbis this week and his teammate this week as well had an absolutely incredible week for himself in michael Wirtz, who went 8-for-17 with four home runs, 14 RBIs. Nick Siemens went off this weekend in one of the toughest tournaments in the nation in the East-West Challenge, which we will get into later. Siemens from LCS, he had seven hits, seven RBIs, and three home runs. And how about he doubled that figure today against Fort Lauderdale at the time of recording this podcast on 2-7. And then for Milligan, Andre Beal, had five innings pitch, 11 strikeouts, and no hits in a five-inning outing. So congratulations to everybody who got a shout-out and mention this week. It is much deserved. And we will continue to compile these shout-outs and mentions. All of this gets saved or bookmarked when we ask for Players of the Week. Moving on to the East-West Challenge and taking a look at what that looks like, we're going to go over every single game of the East-West Challenge and tell you the score. We'll kick it off with Southeastern University came back to defeat Arizona Christian by a score of 6-4. LCSC defeated LSU Shreveport 6-0. Arizona Christian defeated Kaiser 12-11 in a thrilling matchup. Vanguard defeated St. Thomas 14-5. And then Southeastern at the end of day number two, really, of that East-West Challenge, Southeastern came back from down 8-1 to defeat Benue Mesa 9-8. St. Thomas went on to defeat LCSC 11-2 on the next day. LSU Shreveport defeated Benue 9-4. Vanguard defeats Kaiser 4-1. LSUS defeats Arizona Christian 12-6. Southeastern defeats Vanguard 11-1. St. Thomas defeats Benue 11-10. LCSC defeats Kaiser 3-2. Then Southeastern defeats LCSC in a matchup of number one versus number two nationally. That final score was 8-3 Southeastern. Kaiser defeats Ben U 13-5. LSUS defeated Vanguard 5-2. And then Arizona Christian defeats St. Thomas 4-3. So what did those finals look like? Well, we'll start out with the West. Ben U Mesa goes 0-4. Arizona Christian goes 2-2. Vanguard goes 2-2. And Lewis Clark State 
goes two and two. The one interesting note I have from the West is LCSC is making just their third trip away from the West Coast. So that's taking out Idaho, obviously, Washington, Oregon, even the great North there in Canada uh, in a trip to British Columbia, as well as California, Arizona, things like that, where they make regular trips. So LCSC in their third trip, just since 2009, that's as far back as, you know, it really goes for them in their uh, website, is now 7-7 seven and seven away from the West Coast. So in their just their third trip since 2009, LCSC 7-7 seven and seven away from the West Coast when they travel out to the East Coast. This was their second trip to Florida. Uh, they went once, I want to say it was 2017, they went out to uh, Lawrenceville, and then in 2013 as well, they went to Florida and played a little round robin against Embry-Riddle and a few other schools. In the East, Kaiser went 1-3, St. Thomas went 2-2, two two. LSU Shreveport had the second best record of the entire tournament going 3-1, and, and Southeastern goes 4-0 in their games, which leads us in the first ever East-West Challenge to a final score of the East teams putting up 10 wins for the East, the West grabbing just six, meaning that in the first ever East-West Challenge, it is in fact, the East schools coming out on top. So what is next for this? The East-West Challenge will shift next year to Arizona. It is also going to expand, and while we're not ready to release the teams who will take place in the 2024 uh, East-West Challenge out in Arizona, we will say that there will be 10 teams instead of 8 next year, so one added to each side. It'll definitely be something exciting and something that we are looking forward to here at NAI Ball as the competition. Really, it's it's something that's amazing for the nation. The East-West Challenge is, is fantastic. And I know that there were some uh, issues with streaming of the event, but really, I think overall, getting these teams to play each other so early in the season and getting teams to go cross-country to play each other has been such an issue at this level. It is incredible that they were able to do that. Credit to those coaches for making it happen. We continue to, to look forward, and we look forward in 2024 to finding ways to improve uh, this and making sure that streaming capabilities are better and making sure that everybody who wants to watch these matchups are able to watch these matchups at, at the multiple sites. It is that time of the week for the NAI ball hitter and pitcher of the week. The hitter of the week is a guy who's gotten a lot of social media attention lately, and that is none other than Wayland Baptist first baseman Arturo Disla getting the Player of the week, 9 for 13, he hit 692 with 6 runs, 4 doubles, 3 home runs, and 14 RBIs. An absolutely incredible week for Wayland Baptist, who also went on to sweep NCAA Division II New Mexico Highlands. Our pitcher of the week in NAI ball is none other than Southwestern Christian Oklahoma's Gabriel Figueroa, who had a 7-inning pitch no-hitter with 12 strikeouts against Dillard. Really an incredible feat, especially in the second weekend of the year, to just be absolutely on like that. So in one of the weeks that there were some really good hitting performances, but really just outstanding pitching performances, again, it was really tough 
to rank uh, these guys right now. Until we found out about Figueroa's no-hitter, it was Dylan Martin and Alan West uh, going back and forth and, and Connor and I discussing what the plan was to go forward with that one. It was just some incredible pitching performances this week, but uh, those were the next two that really stood out and, and some really awesome hitting performances as well. Uh, but Waylon Baptist's Disla just was absolutely incredible. Nine hits in 13 at batch, six runs, four doubles, three home runs, seven of his nine hits coming for extra bases. Just an absolutely, absolutely incredible week. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to the final part of the podcast here. It is the Cajun Collision from Sterlington, Louisiana. Thank you to the Sterlington Sports Complex, who will be able to stream all of these games. That's right. All five fields will be streamed for you via the Sterlington Sports Complex Facebook. So if you have not given the Sterlington Sports Complex a like on Facebook, now is the time to do it. The Sterlington Sports Complex has been a huge help in making the Cajun Collision successful They've been absolutely fantastic in helping out with that and making great things happen. So a huge thanks to them, as well as LSU Shreveport, who does incredible things to put all of this together. So taking a look at who the teams are in this Cajun collision. Well, of course, we have number four, LSU Shreveport. Then it's number one, Southeastern will also be in the collision. Number 19, Science and Arts out of Oklahoma will be in this Missouri Baptist, number 14, Central Methodist. McPherson, who's receiving votes in the top 25 poll, coaches poll. Texas A&M, Texarkana, Benedictine out of Kansas, Campbellsville out of Kentucky, Texas Wesleyan, number 23 team in the nation, Loyola out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Mid-America Christian, Wayland Baptist, Southwest Christ, Southwestern Christian out of Oklahoma, Louisiana Christian, number 12, Mid-America Nazarene, Tabor, Clark out of Iowa, LSU Alexandria, who is receiving votes, and Baker. This is a massive 20-team tournament. It is unprecedented. It is something that really, at this level, we have never seen before. And in the last three years, this, this Cajun collision has just continued to grow and grow and grow. And that's why there is a podcast this week. The Cajun collision is brought to you by none other than the great people right here at NAI Ball. Connor will be down there. He will be at the collision. Make sure you stop by, talk with Connor, say hi, give him a high five, give him a handshake, talk to him. He's got a ton of baseball knowledge at this level, and and he's going to be out there taking photos, running the social media for the Cajun Collision. So you should follow that right now on Twitter and Instagram right now at Cajun Collision on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Cajun Collision on Twitter and Instagram. Connor will be running that social media this weekend. I will have control of an AI ball. Let's take a look at how these teams break down. There are going to be four representatives from the Red River Athletic Conference, one team from the Sun Conference, which just happens to be the number one team in the nation in Southeastern, five teams from the Sooner Athletic Conference, five teams from the Heart, one team from the American Midwest, two from the KCAC, one from the Mid-South, and one from the Southern States. When we break this down by state, there are eight different states converging on Sterlington, Louisiana this weekend. All of this, of course, starting on Thursday, and we'll get more into that in a moment. But from the state of Louisiana, you have four teams representing Louisiana. From Texas, there are three teams. From Kansas, five. Oklahoma, three. Missouri, two. 
and then one from Kentucky, one from Iowa, and one from Florida. Just an absolutely insane amount of teams coming to this. Eight different teams making their way down to Sterlington, Louisiana. And it all gets kicked off on Thursday. That's right. On Thursday, we'll get to see a ranked matchup right out of the gates on field one at 6 p.m. LSU Shreveport, the number four team in the nation, takes on number 14 Central Methodist. Also at that time on Thursday, it is Baker versus LSU Alexandria and Mid-America Nazarene versus Wayland Baptist. The next morning, things will get kicked off. Their game time's at 11 a.m., 2.30 and 6. Also, there will be three different game slot times on Saturday as well on 2.11. There will be games at 11 a.m., 2.30 and 6. And then on Sunday, you can find games at 11 a.m. and 2.30. So this tournament, really this just incredible amount of baseball going to be played in Sterling to Louisiana will start on Thursday and run all the way into Super Bowl Sunday, and it'll all be done before the Super Bowl. So you have no excuse to miss any of this. When we look at this, I mean, there is an unprecedented six ranked teams in this tournament. Nine of these 20 teams made the national tournament last year. They made the playoffs. Of those nine teams that made the playoffs, four of them went on to play in opening round finals. So four of these teams had opportunities to go to Lewiston, Idaho for the NAI World Series. Now, unfortunately, two of them played each other. So three of the teams in the Cajun Collision, LSU Shreveport, Southeastern, and Mid-American Naz, all of them qualified for the NAI World Series. It is a massive amount of talent converging into the Cajun Collision in Sterlington, Louisiana. It is going to be absolutely awesome and because it is going to be absolutely awesome we have done something that we like to do here we really started it last year of course we are going to have Cajun Collision all tournament teams but we wanted to list off some of the players to watch ahead of time for you and some of the hitters to watch in this tournament are going to be Gary Laura from Southeastern University Isaac Nunez also from Southeastern University Robbie Merced from Central Methodist uh, then Cody Moore from Tabor Jan Eli Adamez from Mid-America Christian. And then on top of that, it is going to be uh, Arturo Disla from Wayland Baptist. Bubba Thompson from Clark. Jorge Gonzalez from Campbellsville. Carlos Pinheiro from LSU Shreveport. Blaze Foote from LSU Alexandria. Cole Romero from Loyola. Juwan Franklin from Louisiana Christian. Noah Castillo from Mid-America Naz. TJ Tomlinson from Texas Wesleyan and Gage Gaunt from Science and Arts. We also have some of the top pitchers in the nation making appearances and outings here at the Cajun Collision in Sterlington, Louisiana, brought to you by NAI Ball. It's Rob Adams from Southeastern University. He will be out there. Alan West from Central Methodist. Bobby Vath from LSU Shreveport. Ty Jackson from Wayland Baptist. Steven Still from Loyola. Morgan McLeod from Texas Wesleyan. Megumi Fukuda from Science and Arts, Ryan Harney from Mid-America Christian, Isaac Rode from Clark, and Seth Trahan from LSUA. It is going to be absolutely stacked with just 
talent. This is something that you need to be watching. You can get it all on Facebook. We will also have a Substack article that'll have all of the information for you about the Cajun Collision and how to go about watching that. It's 20 teams, 8 conferences, 8 states, representing 4 days of action. Just absolutely incredible 4 days of action going to be happening at the Sterlington Sports Complex. It is massive, massive, massive. This is one of my favorite things of the year, year in, year out. And Connor will be there. He will do an incredible job down there at the Cajun Collision. Uh, just really taking it taking it by storm. Uh, Connor, I think, really thrives in, in the in-person setting. I think when he's able to get his camera and get out there, he gets some incredible shots. He does some incredible video. Connor is extremely talented. So if you see Connor out there, go ahead and say hello to him. I'm hoping that if, you know, obviously this year I'm not going to make it up for the Cajun Collision, but I'm hoping that next year uh, with this new position and and some more days off during the year, I'll be able to uh, afford to go out to Sterlington, Louisiana and catch all this action. It, It just, Shreveport, Sterlington Sports Complex and Sterlington, Louisiana, Monroe area just does an absolutely incredible job of putting this on and and making NAI baseball shine a little bit brighter and having all of these games be streamed. Uh, So credit to them. You can find all of the games streamed on Facebook and then we will have the complete schedule dropping for you tomorrow as well on Wednesday, the same day that this podcast releases uh, all of the information will be dropped on the Substack. That's Reentry Rules Substack uh, via NAI Ball. You just have to search Substack, either Reentry Rules or NAI Ball, to find it. Subscribe, get it straight to your email, get all of the information to your email before it happens. It's a podcast that you can read. It's something that we're able to keep up. Something that I can bang out during uh, my lunch break, and, and it allows us to continue to put out a ton of content and constantly have a connection with you just in a different format. You know, I know a lot of you this weekend that I talked to told me that you like listening to it on the drive. I love doing these. It's just extremely hard with the new position. And honestly, doing this by myself has has been a challenge. Uh, this has taken a lot longer. And while this will be probably under 25 minutes, it took me a lot longer than that to record it. The Cajun Collision is here and it is ready to get rolling. So make sure you keep up with everything going on at NAI Ball on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Cajun at Cajun Collision on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with all the new stats, scores, information from around the nation. It is going to take precedent. It is going to be the number one thing we will look at, talk about, and maybe even have a couple of Twitter lives between Connor and myself going over the action for the day. So a lot of possibilities for this weekend. Make sure you're staying tuned to everything going on on Twitter, on Substack, and keeping a close eye on what's happening from around the nation with us here at NAI Ball. So that'll do it for us in this first episode of Season 6, and there won't be very many episodes in this season. But I thank you all for having patience with me, having patience with us, and as we continue to tread forward and and push forward uh, throughout the, the rest of this year as we continue to figure a lot of things out. But until then, for Connor Darnell, I'm your host, Robbie Gutierrez, at RobG1063 on Twitter. Please continue to keep the family of Cody Butler in your prayers as we continue to try to just make all of what he envisioned come to life. We hope you have a great day. 
We hope you have a better tomorrow. We'll talk to you soon, right here at NAI Ball.